The Litro Lab Podcast. Hugo's Octopus by Helen Hakeler. That was Benny Goodman playing Octopus's Garden by the Beatles. I don't mind late nights at the office, especially on Friday when my favorite radio show keeps me company. A bygone era sings in the background as I update my planner with a black ballpoint pen. The host's velvet whiskey voice oozes crooners, vinyl, and gilt-edged books. I await an email reply, tracing inky smooth waves into the bottom margin of this week's calendar. When I was little, I loved to draw. Sometimes I still enjoy doodling in my planner. It relieves stress somehow. I'm betting not many of you out there have heard Benny Goodman's cover before. The greats are full of surprises, aren't they? More trivia after this announcement. My thoughts turn to my first love, the young man who introduced me to this eclectic show. He had driven me to a park during a midsummer night. A soothing breeze contrasted what had been a humid day. We parked beside a field aglow with fireflies. I tried to imagine how I could capture their blinking beauty in a painting as he retrieved a blanket, a thermos of coffee, a pack of Dunhills, and a pocket radio from the back seat. We lay on the grass for over an hour, listening to a bygone era. As we finished the thermos of coffee, he remarked that the fireflies seemed to be dancing. I laughed and suggested we join them. My lady Guinevere, he said with a playful gentility as he stood with dignified posture and offered me his hand. May I, your noble knight, Lancelot, have this dance? Dancing suited him. His sensual nature flowed with every sway and step. Subtle scents of nicotine at coffee lingered in his shoulder-length hair. Our firefly soiree inspired me to nickname him Lance Romance. How well he lived up to the name. I desired him, but he desired his best friend's lover. Not until he had had her did his desire turn to me. But it was too late for us by then. Now he's an unemployed writer, and I'm a marketing director. Here's one for you listeners. Did you know Victor Hugo was a talented visual artist? He could make a masterpiece using anything from ink to coffee grounds. My doodling slows until the pen tip hovers just above the page. I scan the empty workstations beyond the glass walls of my corner office. Lonely screensavers illuminate the desks with a ghostly, almost phosphorescent glow. I swear Victor Hugo would have been famous for his artwork alone even if he hadn't written all those classic stories. I open a search window and type, Victor Hugo Art. Enter. A gallery appears. I scroll through haunting drawings of shadow paths and dead ends. The recesses of Hugo's mind have spilled beautifully into each creation. Daunting waves arc over pale shorelines. Wistful castles loom over dismal towns. I pause to examine a menacing octopus. His gaze is the deep ocean itself. I can't help but try to match the arresting expression. Such darkness. It was a blessing for Hugo, I suppose, that he could release his shadows with ink strokes. In my experience, though, it's always better to avoid darkness altogether. 
To give in to such areas of the mind can be upsetting, or worse, distracting. Disdain grows behind the octopus's eyes. I stare back defiantly in spite of myself. The ping of a new email breaks the spell. As I open my inbox, I notice ink on my fingers. I chuckle. My pen has badly marked up my right thumb and forefinger. We're into the rhythm of the evening, listeners. Let's move things along with a classic. Here's Billie Holiday singing Am I Blue. I've wasted enough time. Better focus. I close the search window, straighten my shoulders, and open my next email. A few people should be cc'd in my reply. Paper trails are important for accountability, and accountability is what we'll need to beat last year's quarter. I reach for a tissue. I think of the octopus. Shaking my head, I force the creature back to the depths where he belongs. It's time to turn off the radio. Subscribe to the Litro Lab podcast on Spotify.